Today, I had intended to speak about grief. And to be honest, I was in a pretty good lighthearted mood today. And so I just don't feel like being that heavy. So instead, I thought I want to talk about something else that is very near and dear to my heart, the most nearest and dearest thing to my heart. And that is my little baby girl, um, or more or less motherhood is what I want to talk about because sometimes I feel like I give off the wrong impression about my views should I say on motherhood and I can totally tell when I'm talking to the wrong people about it because I just I can feel the energy shift in the room it's like the second that I bring up anything that isn't wonderful and positive and perfect about motherhood or if I feel, if I voice anything other than just like, oh my gosh, my child is my entire world, then I, I can just tell it rubs people the wrong way. And it makes me feel like people think that I dislike being a mother or that I have some form of regret about being a mother. And I just feel like for my own sanity, I have to nip that in the butt, okay? My daughter is anything and everything to me. I love her like you obviously would not even believe. So, and, and honestly, I always feel like that should go without saying. Like, I feel like as moms, we should be able to be real about what motherhood is um, without feeling like the love for our children is being compromised or, or somehow we are we are speaking like it's not as meaningful it is. It's not as meaningful to us as it is the next person. And I love being a mom. I love everything about it for the most part. And being a mother completely changed my life for the better. I say that all the time. I don't know where my life would have been had I not became a mother. And I enjoy having the opportunity to see somebody become an individual. I don't know why I said individual like that. But seeing somebody become an individual and seeing somebody be... I just, I, you know, when you're a kid, you don't realize the process that growing up is. You know, we're, we're the ones that are doing the growing up. But yet, when you're a parent, you can actually see, like, wow, we go from a baby, and then to, you know, a young child, and then to a preteen, and then to a teenager, and then, whoa, holy crap, we're an adult. And I love that part about being a mom, because as stressful and oh, as anxious as it makes me, I realize that most of my anxiety are, are due to things that I can't control. And I'm sure most mothers feel that way. It's like there's so much about motherhood that we just cannot control and we used to think that our moms were just being like super crazy maniacs but I mean really it is it's like when you know better you want to like show your kid all the right ways to do it when really it's like our children are individuals they're growing up and they're going to be different than what we are and they're going to have their own opinions and that's a hard pill to swallow for some for me, it's taking me time. I'm getting there. I'm learning. You know, I, I say nowadays, like the age that my daughter's at now 
is the hardest it's ever been. Even though my life is way better now, and you would think back in the day when my life was not as great that that was harder years, but I feel a lot of sadness about those times. Not because of anything to do with me, but because of what I feel I robbed my daughter of. Um, you know, and, and honestly, like, I, I don't want to spend time dwelling on all the things that I wish I would have done differently, or I wish I could have appreciated more, and this, that, and the other. I think for being a 16-year-old girl, I've done a damn good job, and that's just what I, that's just what I believe, you know, I, and, and so, yes, I could tell you all the things that I wish I would have done differently, and, you know, all the things that I regret about when my kid was young, and, you know, I just think we all have that. We all look back and think about things we wish we could change, but to my original point, I said, I feel like there is a misconception when I speak about anything other than bliss and joyfulness and all of the things that motherhood is. Because I, as I say, I think it goes without saying. Every mother that I know, I know that you love your child. And for me, we don't need to spend our entire conversations explaining to each other how much we love our children. We love our children. I love that. And I appreciate that. And I just feel like it's it's something that goes without saying for me. So when I want to talk about motherhood, I feel like I am looking for a judgment-free space of like, hey man, are you having the same anxieties that I have? Like, is this keeping you up at night? Because this is keeping me up at night. And man, can you, did you even imagine how hard this would have been? And you know, back then or... I just, those are the the type of conversations that I find myself engaging in when I'm talking to women about kids, but it's very off-putting. And I quickly learn early on in that conversation that maybe you're speaking to the wrong people about this. Because as I said, I, I just sense the judgment. I sense the, the, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to mislabel things, but I just, I sense that you are questioning everything that we've been taught to to be as mothers which is that am i compassionate am i nurturing as i said do i love being a mom do and and it's like I, I just want us to just be real for a second when i talk about the things that i want to speak about with motherhood it's because yes it's great to share the things that we love about our child, but can't we get a little deeper than that with one another? You know, and, and that's, and that's, that in itself is really lonely. That's so lonely when you just want to turn to a mom and you guys just speak about all the great things, but you also speak about all the hard things and you also speak about what you struggle with and you also speak about the, the pain and the, the how much you want to be selfish sometimes like those are the kind of conversations that I think as mothers we need to have more of but I think all of us feel a little bit afraid to have those conversations because we're afraid that it's going to look like we don't love our kids and I I have that exact insecurity all the time all the time once I get on the subject and I start harping about like you know how I want women to have identities outside of their children it's like you can hear a pen drop like what do, what do you mean by that you know what you wish you never had them no I do I, I do wish I had my kid I'm so grateful and I love her and she knows how much I love her and I tell her a hundred times a day how much I love her but it's like motherhood is lonely 
And who are we kidding when we're trying to walk around with smiles on our faces, like everything's okay in the world, when really it can be very lonely, especially because every child is different. Every situation is different. Every home life is different. So when moms can come together and all acknowledge the obviousness of how much benefit there is to being a mother, I wish that there was more empathy on the other side of like, if I was to meet, and I have, I've met, I've taught, I've had these real conversations with moms who can be real with themselves. And they're so refreshing to hear because it's like such a, it's such a free place to be. It's such a free, safe area to be in when you feel like, man, I can just say what's on my mind right now. And I know that this person is not looking at me any differently because as moms, we judge ourselves more harshly than anybody. I mean, we all are constantly wondering, am I doing enough? Am I being good enough? Am I going to fuck my child up? Is this going to happen? Like those thoughts are constantly running through our head. And the last thing we need is to be thinking, oh man, is this woman that I'm confiding in or this person? It's not just women. Well, I mean, but I very, <laughs> no offense, men, but I rarely value the opinion about like motherhood issues. Um, so I don't really go to men about that, you know, because obviously fatherhood have their own fatherhood issues. And that's a, another subject for another day on how much I wish men had more safe places. But Cheyenne, we're going to stay on topic, okay? Nothing more refreshing than feeling like this person that I'm going to vent to is not going to judge me and look down on me. And they're not going to question and make me question more whether I'm a good mom. So that's what, that's, that's what I want to talk about. <laughs> 10 minutes in deep and that's what I want to talk about being a mom is hard and it's rewarding and it's beautiful and it's wonderful but man it's hard not not the the sacrifices that it takes to being a mom it is just mentally a hard hard part of life wonderful part of life hard part of life very very hard part of life especially if you're an overthinker like me, because I overthink every situation and not to mention, my God, you got your own, you got childhood traumas and shit that you have went through and you, you were taught, you were never taught emotional regularity. And so it's, as I said, for being 16, I did a damn good job. But also it's like, as much as I feel like I did go without a lot in the early years of my daughter's life, she never knew that, you know, she didn't go without, I, I, I put everything into her, but and now knowing like emotional regularity, that's what kind of messes me up when I think back to my early motherhood years. Cause I'm like, man, you know, like I used to be the kind of mom who, um, you know, I would be the mom that got, that got irritable over spilled milk. You know, they always say like, don't make a fuss over spilled milk. I was that mom that made a fuss over spilled milk because I was just such a hair trigger. Like seriously, it was like my nervous system was so shot in the first few years of my daughter's life that Obviously, I'm not like I was talking, I was abusing her or anything like that. Not even close. But it's just like, you know, when I just, I just didn't have a lot of patience. I didn't have a lot of like, you know, when I wish I would have slowed down more and taught her like, you know, here, here, this is how you cook an egg. And oh, you know, let her pour the milk. But I would never even get to the point where I would let her pour the milk because I was always afraid that it, she was going to spill it. So therefore, I would just prevent the accident. And so, you know, because it was like, if that was to happen, I couldn't handle my emotional regularity. And so I knew that things like that would hair trigger me, but so I just prevented them from happening. And thankfully I learned, started learning earlier on and I started 
correcting that behavior and this, that, and the other. And I feel like my parenting has done a complete 180 in the sense of like, now I try to move as slow as I can. Whenever there's a, there's an issue in our house, I try to get us to stop and take some breaths and let's talk about it. And you know, okay, we're past our window of tolerance. We should maybe end this conversation, you know, but it's like, as I said, it's like, you know, how you parent is usually how you were parented. And I wasn't parented with a lot of patience. And I feel like that was just all I knew until I started not knowing any better, you know? And I used to like, think I had to be like a drill sergeant of a parent of like, you know, I used to think like, well, I don't want to hear my kid whining and crying. I'm not going to listen to her whining and crying. You know, you want to cry, you go and you deal with it on your own. Oh my gosh. The thought of doing that now oh, breaks my heart. Like now I like try to like, be like, baby, I haven't seen you cry lately. Are you okay? Do you have to like, it's just like, it's funny. You know, it's, it's not funny, but it is the good news is regardless of the kind of parent you are, whether it's now or what you used to be, we can always break the bad habits. And you know, if there's some things that we maybe felt like we really messed up on and like we can now sense that in our child, because that was something I started to notice was that, you know, the anxieties that I was having as a mom and her. And that's when I started realizing, like, I need to change some of this stuff up, you know. And then I think the best thing that truly happened for me on so far my motherhood journey was finding the balance of okay, I can be a mom. I can be a damn good mom. I can put all her needs first. I can do what is expected of me. I can check all the boxes as far as what it is to be a quote unquote good mom. Um, and I can also do some stuff for me. And I feel like when I start talking about the doing stuff for us, that's when I feel like I start to lose, lose moms in the conversation. You know, it's like, well, you know, that's just not what, well, that, yeah, that's what we've been taught. We've been taught that motherhood is not about us. Motherhood is about everything and anything that we can give to sacrifice for our children. And, you know, it doesn't matter how, how gassed you are. It doesn't matter how exhausted you are. It doesn't matter if you have nothing left in the tank. You just keep going and you keep being a good mom. Um, I couldn't do that any longer. I just couldn't. It was like something, you know, they always say like something clicked. I don't remember if something clicked but it had to have because slowly but surely I started feeling like when I would do one thing to fill my cup, I was like, damn, okay. I feel like a better mom now. When I go and sit with my kid, I feel like I can be more present with her. Um, you know, and I, it, it, it just slowly started building up little by little. You know, I would say the first thing that I started doing for myself was, um, working out. You know, I started working out when I was 19. Uh, my daughter was, three. Yes, she was three. Uh, and I started doing that in my, we literally lived in a one bedroom apartment in, and honestly, I was, I was back then having a one bedroom apartment. I was like on top of the world, baby. I was like, I'm 19 in a one bedroom apartment. Like we had so little, but it felt so right to just like have come that far in my life. Anyways, I lived in a one bedroom apartment and every night when she would go to bed, I started working out on Xbox connect literally in my living room for 20 minutes a day. I heard something. It might've been even from my doctor who said, just start doing something on the couch, like when the commercial's on, just start, um, you know, getting up and squatting or doing whatever you, keeping your body moving. And I was like, you know, I kind of like that concept. So I started there. Literally, I would start doing like sit-ups and stuff. And then my sister got me an Xbox Connect and there was like an MMA game on there. And we, I started doing that. And that was like 20 minutes a day. And the next thing you know, I'm like down 30 pounds. And I'm like, hell yeah, I feel good. I was freaking barely 20 by the time I had lost that weight. I was like feeling damn good. 
And, and I think like that was all a part of the healing for me. It was starting to find a self-identity. I wasn't just this teen mom whose life was a fucking wreck all the time and had this terrible family drama going on at all times and, you know, had a rocky relationship with my kid's dad. It was like all of that stuff was pushed to the side when I found fitness. I was like, I found fitness and, you know, here I am freaking almost 10 years later, 28. And that's such a massive part of my life. I can't even imagine not doing that for myself. Granted, I take time off and throughout the years, I've definitely taken like six months off and when I've taken that time off, I mean, I feel it mentally, emotionally. I just don't feel like I'm as good as I can be for my kid, for my partner, for everybody around me. You know, so it started there. So, you know, when I tell moms like, hey, let's find some identity outside of the kids. I'm not saying get a babysitter for your kid every Saturday and go out clubbing with your girls. No, I'm saying like carve out some time for you. Carve out some time to fill your own cup. Carve out some time to say, hey, I'm not a be- I'm not the best mom I can be when sun up to sundown, all I'm thinking about is you and what you what I can do more for you and what I can do less of and how I can keep my partner happy or how I can find a partner or whatever. You know, those things matter, sure. And that's why I say it's like I care about those conversations. I do care to talk about the partners. I do care to talk about the kids. I do care to talk about the jobs. But those things do not make who we are as people, as individuals. And And that's what I felt like I needed to clear up is I can tell when I start having that conversation, it's like there's such an uncomfortability because I'm just saying something that I feel like nobody ever gave them the permission to say or do. You know, when I say, hey, be a little selfish, you know, yeah, I know you don't really love your kid. You know, you don't want to give your kid away to the grandmas for the night. But, you know, if that's all the only time you can carve out to do that, then do that. Do do whatever you got to do. I know We all love being moms and know that if you're coming to me and you're venting your heart out about how hard motherhood is, I need you to know from me that there is never at any point in time that I think that you are any less of a phenomenal mother and a phenomenal person. Truly, I just recognized how important it was for me to find that balance in my life. To find the balance of, and now I have such a good balance that it's like, I will openly say, My world does not revolve around my kid. Yes, she has such a big part of my world. But outside of her, I have another big part of my world. And as somebody who I grew up not having any hobbies, I grew up not knowing shit about anything, truly. I had no passions, no hobbies. I just didn't know what to pour my heart in. And I've poured my heart into so many different things now that I'm like, I have to pick a litter. I can do anything. I feel so free in the way of like realizing that I have so much potential in myself that really hasn't even been unlocked yet. And that's what I want to get like moms excited about is like, you can have both. You can be a phenomenal, great mother. And also know that it's okay if that's not all you want to be. Cause it is, it's completely okay. And that's what I have to say on that subject today. I just feel so passionate. I'm so passionate about it. You know, my, my entire goal with getting on here and talking on this mic is that like, I want people to know that like, we can be real with each other. We can, we can keep it real with each other. You know, no one likes 
things that are too uncomfortable. But anything that is rooted in uncomfortability is usually some growth of some sort. Ah, it's interesting. It's very, very interesting to me. Right now, I'm doing something so different with my kid on her, in her schedule I've never done before. Um, and it pains me and I feel like a terrible mom. And I try not to, but I also try to remember my thoughts do not identify me. And so I don't feed those thoughts a lot. But, you know, it's like when you have something one way and then things change, it's, it's just hard. It's hard. And I'm addressing that, but I'm also still acknowledging that I'm still a good mom. And all I'm thinking about is this new schedule that we have is great because now I have even more time to just do this right here. And that's to tap in deep into myself. Okay. That's what I got to say on that. I hope that you make time for yourself. I hope that you know that you're a kick-ass mom. I hope that you know that so long as I'm here, uh, you're safe to be who you are and come as you are. Lots my take on that. I will talk to you very soon.